Hi there, welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. What's going on ladies? I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great week so far. A good month, all that stuff, a good year, you know, new year, new you. I hope all of your systems and habits and everything are going super smoothly, which I'm joking about the new year, new you thing. But I do hope that if you set your eyes on some goals, that you are keeping them front of mind and keeping your visual reminders and all that so that you can work towards them. I know I am trying to. I have plotted out some goals and then kind of worked, you know, the back steps to say, okay, so by this, I need to do this. By this, I need to do this. So I hope that's all going well for you. All right, today we are going to talk about how to determine if you are in a calorie deficit. So we're rocking and rolling with our eight-week program right now. It's eight-week beginner macro and workout challenge. So how I start out the program is by having participants log all of their food for the week in my fitness pail. I do the same thing for one-on-one clients and all of that jazz where I have you just log to figure out where the heck you are. Where is your starting point? Then we are trying to, most of you, if you are trying to lose fat, then we want to make sure you are in a calorie deficit, right? So I want to walk you through that very quickly, very easy steps that you can do if you're trying to do this on your own, or if you are in one of my programs right now, but you still um, are just not really sure if you are in a calorie deficit and you want to make sure that you are. So that's the first thing you're going to do. Step one, start tracking where you are at. So I personally like my fitness pail. Way back in the day, I used to use the Lose It app, but I just find my fitness pail has more of the brands. You can scan the barcode right in, and there's just a lot more usually that I found that you could already pre-select. Okay, I thought the library of it was bigger, but it doesn't matter. Whatever app you want to use, just start tracking. And I do recommend using an app because some people still like pen and paper, and I get it because I like pen and paper for a lot of things. I like pen and paper planners. I like to make my lists on pen and paper. However, then you have to write down like our, all the macro information and calorie information, and it's just really cumbersome. So I would definitely recommend using an app that's going to do that for you and just start tracking what you're eating at least for a week. That's what I have my clients do, okay, so that I can look at their week and look at their average. So if I'm looking at somebody's nutrition and – here was an example of a breastfeeding client this week that it was like 2,900 one day, 2,700, I'm rounding, but 2,300 another day at like 27, another day at 26. So that gives me a good average. Over the average of a week, she was hanging out around 26, 2,700 calories. Some days were lower, some days were higher, okay? And everybody's different caloric needs. So before you're like, whoa, that's so much, or oh, that's all. Like this is what tracking number one does is makes you aware of what you're actually consuming because you might have ballparked yourself at 1700 you're like oh I actually am taking in 2700 that's good to know because if you just decided I'm gonna cut I'm gonna go on a diet I'm gonna be in a calorie deficit and all of a sudden you say I don't know what I'm eating right now but I'm just gonna eat 1300 calories every day well to cut down to that your body is going to be super hungry because your appetite is still going to be up where it was before you need to cut down much more slowly plus you're going to see results cutting down even smaller in a smaller increment than jumping down to 1300 calories because your body right now is used to 1900 or whatever number I originally said (laughs) so you taking it down just slightly is going to make your body start seeing changes so number one start tracking to see where you're actually at and see what the average is so if you just started tracking 
and you're logging, you are seeing it be around 1,900 calories, okay, that's where you're starting off, then tweak it down just slightly. Go to 1,850 and stay there for a week or two, okay? Logging everything, though, because before at 1,900, you might have been having some variances. Some days you might have been at 2,100. Some days you might have been at 1,600, whatever. So if you're pretty much averaging around 1,900, go just slightly below that. Go to an 1,850, and I'll log it. I just said one to two weeks, but I'd actually extend that to two to four weeks. Like We'll treat that like it is an actual cut, assuming that is a deficit for you. Two to four weeks, stay there and see how you feel. After two to four weeks, are you feeling any looser in your clothes? Are you, you know, feeling a little bit leaner, a little bit less bloated? I just did a podcast episode on what you can realistically expect to see in which timeline. Those are the kinds of things you can expect to see by a month, right? Feeling just a little bit less bloated, like a little more comfortable in your clothes. You can start telling if you're losing body fat, sometimes in your face before other parts of your body. So those kinds of things. If you are noticing those, then you're in a good spot. Stay there. Stay where you are at 1850 until you notice it stop. So the whole thing about macros and tracking them and doing cuts and reverse diets and maintenance, you want to ride out where you're at. You want to squeeze it like a sponge and squeeze every last drop of the phase you're at because there's no reason to drop down 1700. Some people think, well, if I go to 1,700, then won't I lose weight faster? Probably not. And then you're eventually going to stall out at 1,700. And now where do you go? Because you're just going to have to keep going down. So the idea is you want to have room that if you do stall out in progress, you have room to actually go down. So say you've been at 1,800, 1,850 for four weeks. 1,850 is the final answer there. And now you're not seeing much more progress. Okay. Then you can cut down to 1,800. For just two more weeks, you don't want to sit in a deficit for longer than six weeks. So, and I've done a podcast episode on this about how to cut, reverse diet, and maintain. I just want to focus on the how to actually know if you're in a deficit because that is a big question. A lot of people say like, well, I'm eating pretty healthily. I'm logging my stuff. So I'm seeing it in the app, but I'm not losing fat. So that is a big you know, indicator that if you are logging it consistently, you're, you know, thinking that you're eating healthily, then you probably are just at a maintenance stage. You're probably just eating and burning the same amount of calories, okay? That's basically where you are for maintenance. So you do want to make sure that you are burning more than you are taking in. And that's how, that's the best way that I have seen progress with my clients and seen success is when we start with where they are, we take it down just slightly. But for some people, like I said, you can hang out at that first number for a little bit because if if the person was averaging 1,900 to 2,500 and I go middle of the road like 2,300, then they might be experiencing fat loss there. So I'll start them at 2,300 and ask them how they feel after a month. And they'll be like, oh, I'm feeling like I'm losing fat. Great. We're going to stay at 2,300 until they don't feel like they're losing fat. Then once they're not losing fat anymore, we cut down just by three to five percent for two to four weeks. See how that feels. If they're not feeling much, we cut down another three to five percent. Stay there for no longer than a total of six weeks. So from that first time that you cut, you only want to do this about six weeks. Everybody's different on this. This is just what I advise. I think it's very hard to stay with a cut for a long period of time because you should feel. Here's another good indicator. 
if you are experimenting with this and you're floating around at one calorie number, you're not sure if you're losing fat and you do decide to cut down by three to five percent and you feel a little bit hungry, that's a good sign that you're in a deficit. I don't want you to live in that place where all the time you feel super hungry. But when you are cutting, sometimes you're going to feel a little bit hungry at first because your appetite was used to the other amount of calories, right? Your body has learned that's the amount of calories it's going to get to maintain the body fat and weight you are. If you're trying to lose fat and maybe lose some weight with it, it's going to have to not be fed as much, right? We're going to have to burn more than what you are taking in. So my tip for that is to eat for volume, to eat more foods that are low in calorie so that you feel fuller even though you know you're taking in less. So one example of this, actually I just did this for lunch today. <laughs> I had leftover chicken breast. And I was like, you know what sounds really good to me is a buffalo chicken wrap. So I was like, I'll get out. I have a whole wheat wrap in the fridge. I'll do that with some spinach and some, I'll heat up the chicken breast and melt some cheese on it. Like that'll be delicious which totally, it was delicious. But instead, I'm like, you know what? I'm still gonna be really hungry after that and I can't pack too many vegetables into a wrap. They were a small little wrap. So what I did was I took the wrap and I put like two cups of spinach on top. So I basically made a salad on top of a wrap. Then I just ate down the salad with a fork and so I was eating the chicken and whatever else, cheese and stuff with the spinach. And then once the spinach got to like a manageable portion that I could wrap up in a wrap, then I had the wrap. So I wasn't sacrificing anything. I actually was having more than what I planned to have. But spinach is, you know, not adding much calories at all. It is adding vitamins and minerals. It's adding fiber and it's filling me up. So you need to look at that for sure. If you're in a cut that so you aren't starving and then running to the fridge or pantry and then just eating a bunch of foods that you're not logging, which I know we never do so many times. I made it to the end of the day that I'm like, okay, it's the end of the day. And then I have something at like midnight or two in the morning. Like, well, I'm not logging this under today's and I'm not taking this from tomorrow's calories. So we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Same thing with budgeting. You know, once you finished up the month's budget and you're like, well, I already burned December's grocery budget, but I don't want this to count for January. So we're just going to buy it anyway and pretend it was in between December and January. Oh, the games we play, like it doesn't still come out of our bank account and like the food still does not show up on our bodies. So seriously, that is uh, just your quick little tip today. I hopefully that was clear and concise. Try to kind of wrap it back up. Start where you're at logging. If you start losing fat, stay there. That's a deficit for you. If you're not losing fat, cut down by three to five percent. Stay there for two to four weeks. You can cut a little bit more if you would like to. Don't cut for more than six weeks. And if you feel a little bit hungry, you're probably doing it right. Because so the biggest indicator is if you you are starting to feel fat loss, you are visibly noticing differences in your body. I like to go by pictures a lot of the time. Your jeans are fitting a little bit looser, that kind of stuff. And then you are going to climb back up the same way you got down there, climbing up in those same increments. And then you're going to stay up at maintenance for a couple weeks, again, four to six weeks to let your body kind of even out, settle back out. And then you can continue that process until you are at your goal weight. But that is, my friends, how to determine if you are in a calorie deficit. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you are 
having a great month once again. And I would love to hear, I actually am out of questions for Q&A episodes. So I'll put something on Instagram as well. But if you have any questions that you would like me to answer on the podcast, I would be very grateful if you'd shoot them to me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. And I will talk to you next time. Have a great rest of your day. 